Welcome to another episode of Gen X Reverb. Uh, glad to have you guys with us. I'm your host, Ken, Cousin Ken. I'm joined, as always, by uh, Bradley, Justin, and Mark. And then we have a special guest today. You've heard her on a couple of other episodes, my sister Karen. Karen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, you guys. Sorry about welcome. the janky microphone hey. situation. Hey, you oh, know, we don't all acknowledge... Good, Karen. Yeah, welcome. We don't acknowledge <laughs> terrible sound here. Um, <laughs> on the part of our guests. No, it's fine. No, we're just glad to have you here. Um, <laughs> let's get, can we get a sound up? Uh, Justin, I, I didn't hear you. Are you, are you still there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Right, yep. cool, and cool, welcome cool, cool. cousin Karen. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Cool. Well, uh, you know, we're, we're today we're talking hook. Now you may have heard us reference hook in the past. We've actually, this is the second time that we've tried to record this episode. The first time we had uh, an awesome episode and for whatever reason, the file got corrupted. So that's in the, the archives never to be heard. It's probably, I heard it was the best episode we've ever done, but dude, I, yeah. dude, yeah, I you, feel you it. terrible about I that. I mean, we actually Sorry, had, guys. yeah, I mean, we had Dustin Hoffman join, you know, we, <laughs> Dude. You know, we had the kids, you know, they they joined in for for a couple of interviews. It was amazing. Yeah. But again, that was lost. So uh, we're well, stuck the, with lost Karen, the Lost fine. Boys. Yeah. The Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Well, yeah, we had the, nice. the, chunk, the chubby one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and Pockets. We had Pockets yeah. uh, join us as well. But yeah. uh, but seriously. So, you know, we always like to start with a little just, you know, help us get into the mood. So Hook actually came out in 1991. Uh, so I'm going to ask you guys a couple of trivia questions, uh, specifically for 1991, and let's just see how you guys do. Now, we were tykes. You know, we were youngish. I got to be honest, I didn't care much about the news. So there's going to be a few things on here that you just probably would not remember, you know, or, or know when they came out. Uh, so let's just see how you guys do. So first of all, <clears throat> you guys are familiar with Tom Clancy, right? He did... Uh, he wrote the book that was uh, Hunt for Red October. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he just just dishes out books like all the time. But anyway. A lot of video uh, game books too. Book, I thought uh, you were about to say, I heard he just died. And Oh man, no, I'm trying not to Ken be the, the Ken Reaper today, but we'll see. Okay. We'll Sorry. see. <laughs> the night is young. Uh, what Tom Clancy book came out in 1991? Was it The Fugitive? I don't think The Fugitive is a Tom Clancy book. Oh, you know what? Uh, it's since an old it was TV based show. on a 1960s TV show. That's right. Yeah. We uh, should um, The Fugitive. It is that going is a to be. Movie. Yeah, great movie. Um, I'm going to say Clear and Present Danger. Jack Reacher, something like that, right? Uh, no. Jack Ryan was the character Jack back Ryan. then. There you go. Uh, you're, no, <laughs> sorry, Mark, that is not it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you guys. It's The Sum of All Fears. Oh, Ooh. I was about to guess that. And yeah. uh, thanks, Mark, because I guessed what you guessed first, too. So <laughs> and the one with, uh, was that with uh, Freeman, Morgan Freeman? Yeah, that was made in 2002. Did you guys see that? I think I did. I did. What was it about? Was that Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck, ben Affleck and, and Morgan Freeman. Yeah. 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 I might have to go back I and watch that. I did not see that movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. dude, Jack, uh, what's his name? Tom Glancy does a nice job. 
you know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Okay, now Leave this Shrubba one is well, absolutely man. one that is close to my heart here, and I might be the only one, maybe Karen. Uh, this this is musically related, and uh, before you guys get excited, it has nothing to do with, with R&B. Um, <laughs> which band... <laughs> Per, in the in the year 1991, which band performed "Smells Like Teen Spirit"? Oh, Nirvana. Oh, yeah, Nirvana. Nirvana. Yeah. Nice. There you yeah. go. Very nice. 1991, huh? How many so Grammys? How many Grammys was it uh, nominated for? Your oh. memory's too good. I don't think I was paying at that least, much attention. At least three. Two. Two. Okay. Two. Uh, and my memory is not that good. I think we all oh. know this. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm looking. <laughs> you remember the ba- the brain damage? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, my, my brain is broken. Me, me uh, and Bradley okay. were at uh, <laughs> Hendrix Junior High School. Man, the Hendrix Huskies in uh, were you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Chandler. Yep, that mm-hmm. album okay. was like, on point at that point in time. That's when. Dude, um, yeah, that was an incredible album. I want to get high. That was out too. Oh, so high. <laughs> House of Pain and or not House of Pain? Uh, nope. Uh, Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that I entire say that. album was about marijuana, right? Is that accurate? <laughs> yeah. Just, okay. I, okay. I think at least once a week to Tracy, I say, Cops, come and try to snatch my car. <laughs> <laughs> These pigs run up on my house now. Dude. Yeah, exactly. uh, there was, you know, when I went through my DJ phase, man, I, I was standing in, um, I think it is Homer's. It's Homer's, right, Karen? That is that the music store yeah. downtown? I was standing yeah. in Homer's. They had an uh, amazing vinyl section, just debating, staring at the Cypress Hill album. Like, should I? And yeah. I did not. I did not. That was probably did, a smart you know, move. Mom would have been up in there. Oh, dude, she would have found it like immediately, <laughs> and that would have been the end of it. Oh, and, but, and you know what? Not to steal your thunder for your third question. Uh, the same time period was uh, uh, the cranberries. The cranberries were big. Remember them? Oh yeah. my goodness, dude! That that was my jam, dude. Cranberries, garbage, like dude. Oh yeah, I was. That was a big. Uh, Wasn't zombie it? the big one though? Mm-hmm. Zombie was, was the big one, and yeah, wrapped around the finger. Yeah, I would say that was like around ninety four ish. Yeah, 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 that was yeah that later. Yeah, okay, later. But but check this out. I, my daughter heard me listening to that, and I didn't put it on, but it was on the radio, <laughs> and she was like, "Dad, ugh, what is this? Like, <laughs> turn this off." Like, she couldn't stand her voice. She needed. She needs a little bit popular. Well, I think it was about Mariah Carey was popular around ninety one, right? Yes, absolutely, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. You're correct. Mm-hmm. Talked about her last time. Yes, last she podcast. was. Yeah, we yes, did. she was. Relax, Mark. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I, I'm just messing around. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, you know, a, a major part of our youth, probably, and uh, of a lot of kids' youth, was like animated movies, and Disney. You know, was was kind of a force. Like that was during their renaissance, right? So, oh, um, I already know the answer. Okay, which film debuted in '91? Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast. Incorrect. Karen got it with Beauty and the ah, Beast. Yes. Nice. Yeah. That um, was the film that got things going again. That was oh, a, so this was Disney. You said specifically yeah. Disney, Ken? Mm-hmm. I did. He did. Oh, okay. I, I was thinking American Tale. So, yeah. uh, man, I was way <laughs> off. Dude, uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast grossed over $400 million. The animation was pretty good. It uh, was. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Melded computer a little bit of CGI in the ballroom dance. Yeah, that's that right. That's when they started through. doing that, right? It was mm-hmm. like that and Aladdin yeah. had like just a couple of scenes where they did that. Absolutely. Um, you yes. know, maybe the the people who were doing She-Hulk can go back and look and be inspired. 
because that's hot garbage, man. Yeah, and, and I don't know who else on this podcast would know. I only watched the first episode, so I'm out. I don't even know. Is it that bad, Ken? Dude, the, the CGI is it's generic. Like, dude, uh, okay, so this last episode, and I don't know if there's a, a some kind of plot point that I'm missing, but at one point, She-Hulk is walking through like a, an office as She-Hulk. And it looks like Shaq wearing an oversized suit and and uh, long hair. Like it's just very, oh, it's just very weird. That's animation. Bad. I don't understand. And maybe at some point we're gonna find out. Like, oh, she's been buying her suits at Big and Tall because whatever. <laughs> so I mean, maybe that's maybe that's what I've been missing. Oh, but no. I'm just like anyway, anyway. Okay, so last question here. Um, Let's see here. Do, do, do. How, how's your politics? You guys remember who who was the president in 1991? Clinton. Uh, yes, it was Morgan no. Freeman. <laughs> it was George Senior, right? George Senior. Yes, but what are yeah. his initials, Karen? Come on, man. G. Deb. George H. W. Oh. Yeah, you got to get that H in there, or else yeah. you're talking about you know the younger ones. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so that those were those were the uh, that was the what is that the Fast Fire Five? No, no, no it's Generics Reverberations, Reverberations, whatever, man. <laughs> no, 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 that's that's trivia with Ken. Trivia with Ken. Oh, that's trivia, trivia with Ken. My yeah, Reverberations is Dude, maybe for the fiftieth episode, we'll have that right finally. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're at like 48, 48, 49. I think but. this is a trademark, though. We just get it wrong on purpose. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, a, it's a bit at this point. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. hey, welcome. So we are talking Hook today. Uh, the movie is starring um, Robin yeah, Williams, Dustin Hoffman. This was about uh, Peter Pan. What would happen in a world where Peter Pan has grown up and forgotten all about Neverland. That's basically the premise of this movie. Uh, I don't want to review it scene by scene because I, I would think if I put if I said show of hands who has seen it in the last six months, Justin would be the only one who yeah. aside from me who would put his hand up. Yeah, yeah, just okay. me. Okay, so uh, let's go with just starting off here. Uh, maybe if we want to throw out like. Do we have some memorable well, scenes that well, we want to talk about? Like, well, hold we up, Ken. wanted to talk about this, it right? It seems like we have some some musical tastes that. Uh, it seems as though you've overlooked <laughs> Cousin Chambers. Oh, uh, that, that oh are, are we gonna are we gonna do the uh, Gen X the musical well, You know, I, I oh. figured why why oh, why the heck not? not? Okay, yeah, okay. nineteen ninety one was a good year for music. Yeah, um, and I apologize if these are duplicates, but I tried not to pick any stuff that we did already. <laughs> All right. So these are just a mix of different songs, not in any particular order. And uh, here goes the first one. One, two. Tell me what shoe. you got. That's what I was going to no. say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but uh, you, you can stop. Guessing now, Karen. No, it's kidding. No, one, two. Tell me what you got. Rev me up, rev me up, my little buttercup. Oh, that's now that we found love. Heavy D. Oh, oh Karen. Nice. Dude, so it totally depends on the pop music. And yeah. Ken, Ken, well, actually, see, that's not R and B. So yes, Ken will get that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like Kim Newt was really into boys to men at this time too. Let that hold on. Tell the truth. Let the truth truth. come out, Karen. I remember us being in Phoenix, Arizona, and you and Mark working on your harmonies. So yeah. there you no, go. Admit it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, who, who was the band with uh, Marcus all, Houston? All for, oh, uh, Immature. Immature. I, was this, were they around in 91? Because, yeah, Mark I and I were like, 100%. yeah, maybe. Yeah, we, no, we were totally were trying to. Around. Yeah, we were, we were working on our harmonies and everything. Uh, there you go, man. Dude, oh, my goodness. Uh, I will always be your friend. That one. Well, no, it was yes, the candy I one. I never lie to you it was the the one where they were skating around a, a oh, rink. Oh, that's which that's, one is that? That's, that's so no, 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 no. so real. real. My bad, my bad. Yeah. So for real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Patting the afro, man. Okay. Skating through. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know Ken liked. Uh, okay. But anyway, dude. Yeah. He heavy did. heavy D, man. He dude. Uh, I think Dad introduced. Honestly, Ken Ken Senior, uh, who I recently just turned on to the podcast. We'll see if he listens. Um, <laughs> Shout out, you know, Uncle Ken. My parents are still not. 100% sure that I'm not selling drugs when I say I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, but anyway, yeah, I think dad was the one who who introduced me to, to Heavy D. There you go. Oh, right on. You know, because it was like, it was clean, it was rap, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yeah, I think I remember them from an episode of uh, Different World. Okay. And I was like, yep. oh, hey, yeah. Nice. Unfortunately, I think he passed a few years ago. So no being the kid way. He has a daughter mm-hmm. with um, one of the chefs that I enjoy on Food Network. Uh, I forgot her name. Karen, do you remember her name? Um, Giada? No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I don't. What's her name? Uh, Antonia Lafasa. 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 Yeah. Oh. Lafasa. Yeah. She, Bro, she's Heavy always D on like. Died in 2011. Oh, did he really? That's crazy. That's a long yeah, time. Yeah, he died Jeez. a while ago, bro. Wow. All right. All right. Well, anyway, my bad. Well, well way, to, way to bring it down, guys. Yeah, yeah my, my bad. bad. My bad. Yeah. My next. bad. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking. Yeah. All right. So, next song. Uh, let's go with these lyrics. If you are a big tree. We are a small axe, ready to cut you down, sharpened to cut you down. I can't believe that it's real, the way you make me feel. Burning deep down inside, a love that I cannot hide. I know it's you and me, baby, that make this world go around. And keeping you in love with me, babe, Laying all my troubles down. Mm. I think I know this one, but I, I'm just gonna guess. I don't. This isn't correct. I'm sure it's not correct. But Go it's, ahead, uh, man. sounds like. What is love? Maybe it don't hurt. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that, I think like that was like '93, '94. <laughs> I don't. Uh, know. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, so it's not a Michael Jackson is... song, is it? Nope. Hmm. Nope. Uh, this song is actually on the radio quite often here in Maui. So, kind of has like a uh, reggae kind of vibe to it. Mm. It's not one love. I want to f- fall in love with you, girl. That one? Mm, I'm going to say no. I want to fall in love with you, girl. That one? Oh, no. Who's no, no that's that, that one. I, I know, know that. I know that. That's a good song. But it's no, not it's not Maxi that song. Priest, is it? Mac. No, 
Men, no. definitely not that. But what Rita songs are you guys talking about? Hmm. All right, I, I'm just gonna say the chorus, and if you guys get it, then you guys get it. Here I am, baby. Oh, Come here I am, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, UB40. UB40, which uh, is a, uh, a uh, remake from Al Green. Al Green is the original. Ooh, yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, and the Al Green version. That song is- did get a lot of play yeah. back in the mm-hmm. day. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Okay. Axes and trees. All right. There you go. I like those. Yep, lyrics. yep. All right, so we have two more guys and gal. All righty. And I don't know the order that these songs come in, so it's all good. But I'll say it like this. Okay, so your heart broken? You're sitting around moping, crying, and crying? You say you even think about dying? Well, before you do anything rash, dig this. Nope, I'm out. F- falling in love is such an easy thing to do, and there's no guarantee this one that the one you love is gonna love you. Oh, love and I say cannot see a certain person could never be. Love runs deeper than any ocean. It clouds your minds with emotion. Mm. I just mm. see somebody with a nice fade doing the rain man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I have no clue. (laughs) All right. Uh, This is Everybody Plays a Fool. Oh. Another remake. Aaron Neville. (laughs) Yeah. Aaron Neville, but he's remaking it. It is a remake. That is true. But that was a super popular version of that song. Is that pre-face tattoos or post-face tattoos? Wait, Aaron Neville has face tattoos? Yeah. No. Yeah. You you know he kind of has like that. He's got like some like music notes on his face. Yeah, like a something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, why did he do that though? There, dude, there was this uh, comedian that used to make fun of the little thing on his above his eye, and he called it like the <laughs> <laughs> little what? He called it like he's like you know he's got the little chorizo above. <laughs> Oh man, but he did like he did like a flawless Aaron Neville impersona- impersonation. Yeah, <laughs> <Jody> <laughs> <so>. <laughs> oh, oh man, oh, I have to be quiet. Times. My wife is texting me that I'm waking her up. This has no for reflection oh. on you guys. I'm just settle. Settle. everybody settle down. Yes, sing cotton to her, Justin. Cotton. <laughs> yeah, crack some it. Aaron Neville, dude. That'll that'll put you to sleep, bro. Hey, hey, you, right on. You guys hype <laughs> this back up, man. Get this hype yep, back up. Yep. <laughs> All right, so we got one last one. Uh, this is uh, actually did pretty well in the charts. We played Nintendo. This was her very first date. I didn't want to make it seem fly. We ate cereal. She couldn't stay out late. Her mother told her to be home at nine. Jack and Diane? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jack and Diane? No. Uh, just saw threw like down my couple. books, went up to the door, <laughs> pressed the bell. What was in store? Aisha came out with a smile. Oh, Aisha. immature. Uh, I mean, ABC, Aisha. Aisha. Yeah, there you Aisha. go. Aisha. Mm. Yeah, Aisha. Aisha. She was alone that I never had. Man, that's crazy. I forgot about those dudes. <laughs> 
And Charles Man. Baptist's uh, sister's name is Aisha. Yeah, oh, Aisha. Okay. Aisha. I remember thinking. So that. who who is an immature? Marcus Houston. Okay, Marcus I said immature, Houston. but it's another Marcus back Houston. Creation. And the okay. other guy. But was he also guy. in Soul for Real or no? No, no. he wasn't in Soul no. for Real. Now you sound uh, like... <laughs> You say sound like one of our parents. Yes. Now, now is he? Oh man, there's a recent picture of these guys. They are small. Now, is he the one that plays for the Phoenix Suns? No, mom. (laughs) He's a singer. Just glad he got out of the streets. Uh, Okay. My bad. All right, are we ready I'll to jump it. into some hookies? Let's yeah, you got one let's more get mark? Let's get into this okay. hook. No, no, no. All right. let's, let's, let's wrap it up there. Gen X All Reverberations right. with Mark. <laughs> nice. We we should do that. We should make like a high a high glossy little hit, little radio oh. hit. Yes, with Mark. <laughs> you sounded like UPN 45. <laughs> 11 p.m. Time to watch some Frankie Muniz. Yes, Mark. Time to be bored. The Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Sponsored by Thaku's Menswear. Only people from Phoenix would get all this that we're saying. Yeah. What was Ken it? And Karen uh, like, Paco and Tacos. Paco's Tacos. Paco's Tacos. Tacos. This next segment brought to you Paco's Tacos. We really on 700 megahertz. Dude, this is what happens when you record late. Karen, thank you for the silliness. That, yeah. uh, we're getting, we're getting yeah. super loopy right now. Go ahead. Yeah, last, yeah, last thing I want to say before we get started, man, is <laughs> I can seriously <laughs> imagine an 18-wheeler crashing on the I-10 because they're listening to that cotton song. He <laughs> <laughs> just nods off. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry. The touch, the feel. Man, I feel you love me some Neville. Neville. Trucker found dead on the side of I-10. Neville. All right, all right, all right. All right, guys, we are talking hook today. You know, we probably should have. Well, anyway, so. Uh, Hook, uh, a movie starring Dustin Hoffman, Robin Williams, and and really it, it answers the question, what would happen if Peter Pan grew up? And that's kind of what we're presented with with this movie. So we're not going to do a full, you know, run through of each scene, obviously. But, you know, I do kind of want to do some some initial call outs and just see if like you guys remember some scenes. So we're kind of first of all presented with this picture of. Peter Banning, right? So he's just this 40-something-year-old. Uh, I, I forgot. Didn't we look up how old he actually is in this movie? I want to say at, it's at like... At some point. He's got to be 40-something. Like 30-something, right? 30-something, man. I think, yeah, let's let's look it up here. Peter Banning. <laughs> age. 30-something. Uh, he's a 40, <laughs> yeah, 40-year-old 40 attorney mm. living in New York, right? He, he's living the quote-unquote life. And I mean, I'm just like just watching the opening scene. I was kind of struck with a lot of uh, a lot of things that would resonate with the Gen X crowd, I think, when it comes to who who he was. Um, Well, 
maybe not just Gen X, but like any kid. So we start off at like Maggie's um, school play. Oh, okay. There what, you go. And, All right. All right. And what? And Maggie's what's he school doing? Play. And he's he's he on doing? his cell phone trying to conduct business like a moron with Brad, whoever Brad is. Right? Yeah. Brad, Brad's the dude that keeps calling him. Yeah. So and he's missing it. Right. And then and then we see uh, his son Jack is at a well. And, and it was interesting that one thing that Maggie picked up or pointed out was that like he promised right that he wouldn't miss it. You promised, then, Dad. Um, mm-hmm. Maggie, or and then we're at Jack's baseball game, his little league game, and. He's he's missing it again, right? Because he's busy, basically doing like he's busy being a forty-year-old, apparently successful lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. So, like impressions, like so, Justin. I mean, you having just recently seen this, not, and not that recent, but just you know, yeah, I did okay. see it a couple times. But no, exactly, it it strikes home for a dad like myself, and and we're uh, there's three dads in here, mm-hmm. but man. Um, like I'll give an example of me. I was at, I was working all day yesterday, all day from the very moment I woke up till my, my kids were asleep when I got home. I did mm-hmm. see them in the middle of the day, but they were asleep when I got home. And I felt like, man, I, this is, this has got to be rare. I cannot do this on a regular basis because I'm going to be a regular Peter Banning, just mm-hmm. conducting business, making money. And I and I know from personal experience and, and the movie really teaches us as well. It's it's a lesson that money is not the thing that's going to bring you joy in your life. And he and through the course of this movie, he found that out. It's 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 about your family. It's about your mm-hmm. kids. It's about your wife. You have to uh, what you say, Bradley, uh, let go of the money, get to, to get some more of the honey or something. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. You remember that silly so you said something. You had a weird quote that said something about money and honey. Stop but, chasing you know. the money and 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 start chasing the yeah. honey. Yeah, yeah. And so that's that sounds I mean, so dumb. Now that I said it out loud, but yeah. Anyway, uh, either way, but it's a, it's a <laughs> it's a good point though. And so yeah, Peter Banning, dude, come on, man. Your daughter's at this play. Just put the phone down and listen to her sing. She's not going to be that old that long. Right. Uh, accurate. Yeah, you you definitely miss those years quickly. Um, so I was kind of laughing at just about a couple of things, the props that were used. His mobile phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, when, when's the last time you clipped a phone to your belt? <laughs> right? Like, dude, he had the big old belt clip. And then, um, you know, it, I don't know. I don't know what corporate culture was back in the 90s, but if this was it, I would have preferred to be homeless. Like, the, dude, just the whole, like 100%. Yeah. Dude, oh, those people whole, were yelling in the office. Yeah, they, they so mm-hmm. were, man. It was corny. You're the best. Yeah. We're the sycophants that always pander to you, sir. Exactly. What do you want us to say? Now, if they had done a scene like where the elevator closed and they all rolled their eyes like, oh, God, he's gone. That, that would have been, more, that been yeah. great. But, yeah, otherwise, I'm like, nope, that's who these people are. Dude, yeah, their whole phone race. Yeah. <laughs> Sick offense. Yeah. Oh, man. Sure, whatever you want us to conjure up, we will do. You are the best, Peter Banning. Oh, man. And then the gigantic uh, camera that he sent that guy to... Uh, you know, I just you know, you laugh about these things that like in ninety one I'm sure we were all like, Ooh, cool, a camcorder. But Gadgets. Dude, yeah, garbage. Yeah. That thing was Ken, did you weird. say he had that big massive phone clip to his side? No, no, it it was like a it, I think it was like a flip phone. Mm-hmm. Not like a like it you remember the, the version of the phones where like the there was a piece that folded down? 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the one that he had. It wasn't like that giant. It wasn't brick the one he had. Phone. When it wasn't the big to, brick to phone. It wasn't. That no, one. it was the one that he had. No, in no, England. no. The one he had in England was a big, massive StarTac. It was a big StarTac. I don't remember the brand. Wow. It was the. It was the big, huge one. It was black. Was it a small one? Okay, oh, I'm wrong. StarTac. Yeah, it that, was the small mo- enough to get lost in the snow. Right. Oh, yeah, good. It, it point, wasn't the giant Aaron. brick. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it the, wasn't the, the Zach Morris. Morris. Yeah. Yeah. Morris. No, dude, Mo- we, were, we were right on right on. Me Q, and Mark. Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um. But anyway, so Same like. Bill coming up. I'm yeah. Hey, there we go. So, <laughs> you know, the movie like basically the, there's the whole setup thing. Um, there's a few different subtleties. Well, okay, so let me first of all say this. Just general impressions about the film, because I, I feel myself going toward, let's just talk about each scene. Just, can we have general impressions, like, about the film, and then let's get into, like, pros and cons. So, like, Justin, you, again, you saw it recently. You kind of had some thoughts. I mean, do you want to expound on that at all? Like, has this yep. movie... Mm-hmm. I, I can expound on it. I just feel like uh, we're not getting any more from from our, our our fellow mother, who's she's also a parent in here. <laughs> I'm uh, just soaking it in. You're just I'm soaking listening. it in because you're not I'm on listening. the podcast very often. I'm waiting. No, I'm waiting we'll for get to my care. turn. We'll get to we'll you. Get to okay, cool. So, okay, so we got the lesson about dads, right? And and Mark, you you're a dad. You're a dad, and um, we need to be present. Um, you know what, Ken? Your question. Go ahead and repeat that again, man. And just ask you to expound on your general thoughts and feelings about the movie and the, and the message oh. that it presents. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you were movie, on the right track. So, so the movie itself, back when it first came out, I was not that excited about it. <clears throat> but that was when I was what? Like, how old? Like Up until a year ago, you weren't that excited about the movie. 100%. For the record. If we could just. <laughs> Man, I, I thought Hook was terrible. My younger yeah. brother, Bryce, <laughs> used to watch Hook. And uh, my mom, it, it was like one of those things where my mom was thought it was so cute. And it was cute in hindsight. And she had it on VHS for him and he would love it. And he'd be like, Rufio, Rufio. <laughs> so it was for his age. He, how old was Bryce, Bradley? Like five? Mm, we were 13. So Bryce was probably, yeah, like five. Yep. Maybe six. Um, and he loved that movie. But me and Bradley were just like, oh, what is this? Let's, let's go outside, man. I'm- I don't remember ever having emotions toward this movie. Like it, it was just one of the things that I just ignored. Like, nah, nope, <laughs> not for me. Basketball, let's go. Yeah, basketball, yeah. exactly. But that's changed. That has changed because it actually is meaningful. You do not think about the things that the implications for a father when you're watching it as a kid. But when you are a father and you watch this, your conscience kind of gets you. Kind of gets you. If if uh, your conscience doesn't get you, oh. that means you're actually doing a pretty good job as a dad. But when you look at Peter Banning, you go, man, am I, is that, is that how I act? Uh-huh. Jiminy, this is terrible. I can't be like him. So yeah. But, um, the, you know, what's beautiful about this movie? Cause we're talking about general impressions. What is beautiful is that when Peter finally gets back to Neverland, um, he starts he, at first he fought it, but he gradually <laughs> got into the spirit of letting go, not necessarily being a kid again. Right. Because we know that that's not the theme. Don't be a kid, but be like a kid, like a child, and that you are easygoing, that you love to have fun. You love to enjoy being in the moment. Is Am mm-hmm. I am I wrong about that? No. 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 Uh, I'll 
I'll add something to that when mm-hmm. when it comes around. But yeah, yeah. So, and I can add more, but I, I, I can just ramble for a while. But yeah, that's okay. a general impression. Is just be a good dad, be a good husband as well, because there's a. I'll just say this last piece. His wife Moira is that her name? Mm-hmm. Moira. Mm-hmm. She was upset, man. She was upset. Like you're missing the kids for one, but you know there's there's undercurrents there that you're really missing the entire family, including your wife. So be there like for your, your wine addiction isn't going to pay for itself, Moira. Okay, <laughs> Stop sipping. Um, yeah. So, you know, be there. And it's, it's, and it's a challenge. So husbands out there, take some some lessons from this movie and don't beat yourself up. But definitely look at yourself in the mirror and and, and get get with the family and, and be happy with them. Uh, nice. Uh, Karen, what about you? We'll, we'll pass you know, it on to our guest. I really enjoyed Hook. Um, I thought it definitely holds up. You know, sometimes you watch a movie when you're like seven, eight, nine, whatever, and then you watch it later as an adult, and you're like, what in the world? I felt that way about the Flintstones. Oh, And gosh. like the Super Mario Brothers movie. I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and then I watch it oh back. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is the okay. worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> wow. If, if, if there was ever a point in your life where you said, this is the best movie... <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm gonna question all your choices, Karen. That, that, that movie was straight garbage, man. Dude, but that's like a six or seven. And, and please that. watch that on a on a previous episode of the next Reaver. Yeah. Super Mario Brothers. But anyway, I thought it was a great retelling. I'm not a fan of reboots. I've never been really a fan of reboots, and I mm-hmm. think that kind of terminology is used now. But back then, it was just. A telling of uh, Peter Pan, and um, I thought they did a really good job. I thought it had good story. I thought it was original retelling of the Peter Pan story, and they didn't try to do a carbon copy of, even though it was two different companies. But I, I'm saying it wasn't a uh, traditional telling of of Peter Pan mm-hmm. that we know through mm-hmm. the Disney company. And so I thought they did a really good job. And I do like, I do think it was a balance because uh, Peter Pan wanted to grow up. He wanted to marry uh, Moira and he didn't want to go back to Neverland. But in the process, he lost who he was prior. A lot of times uh, there's an emphasis on kids. Once you grow up, you can't do this. You can't do that. You can't be, you know, whatever. Um, But you can still... Mm -hmm like have a balance of a easy fun going personality and still be uh you responsible. Know, a good dad and responsible yeah good and responsible so i felt like they did a really good job telling you know be a good dad it doesn't mean you need to be 100% serious you definitely do need to like um have that role but you also can like calm down a little bit too Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I loved, I loved it. I thought it was great. It definitely holds up over time, and um, I enjoyed it. Nice, sure. nice. Mark, what about you? What are what are your thoughts, impressions about the movie? Yeah. So for for me, let me just tell you, as a child. Sorry, sorry, guys. Your chair's making too much noise. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> that's someone in the background uh, trying to be mouse-like, and 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 it's oh. not working. Um, so, 
for me, going back to this movie, I'll start as a kid. Uh, I was not into this movie at all. I remember watching this when I was probably like 11. And I don't even I can't even figure out what the target audience is um, for this movie. You know, it's like it's too grown up for kids. It's too like goo like it's it's too um goofy yeah like too goobery goobery i don't know i don't really know how to describe it but it wasn't like a cool movie to me you know it's kind of like oh man like is this for babies you know what i mean but babies (laughs) wouldn't really be interested in this (laughs) either because it's like kind of kind of like boring too you know what i mean it's like Mm. a a mixture but what i what i will say is that of course growing up um and watching it again after probably what 30 years um and being able to revisit it, yeah, I definitely got some enjoyment out of it. Uh, like everyone said, um, the the things about not losing your childhood, um, mm-hmm. being able to enjoy your time with your with your family, not forgetting all the stuff that you used to enjoy when you were a kid. Um, those things definitely stand out, and always a good lesson to not miss out on on your kids growing up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay uh brad go ahead man and and i feel like i feel like you're gonna pile on and, and i'm here i'm here for it brother go ahead nah, <laughs> no 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 i think justin said it right we've grown since the last time we did we did the first recording so i have thought about it hook is still not for me but i could see why it's for different people um, just to give you a heads up, <laughs> after we did the first podcast, I asked around the office, man, I was the minority, bro. Oh, Hook is the best. Hook is the best. And so I was like, oh, okay, just must be a few of us who think Hook is weird. <laughs> today, I said, hey, honey, um, we're going to be doing Hook today. Um, you want to ask the guys if you can join? She was like, nope. And I was like, oh, wait, didn't you like Hook? She goes, no. That movie was high garbage. Ah, <laughs> oh, Tracy, you don't want to join us? Usually Tracy and I are on the same page about stuff. Exactly. But. So it helps you to see how I'm giving you, If you, for the listeners, if you know my wife, she's very unopinionated. She does not talk very much. Uh, she's very fair. Very fair. I mean, to a fault when it comes to her uh, judging situations. She won't even, anyway, she's fair. Um, <laughs> the fact that she thought this movie was bad. To me, it was like vindicating. I was like, oh, okay. I thought it was just me this whole time. Um, she saw it with um, one of her friends um, uh, that I work with, actually. Uh, and they took her, took them to the movies, and they said they were just bored. I think that describes it well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the things that I could come up with, I think, is that the movie was just unfocused. It really didn't have a focal point. Um, but I, but the, the cons of it, though, I can completely understand hopefully if we could get that across to the listeners that even though a lot of people do think this movie is not that great. Um, I think part of the, the podcast of Gen X reverb is we're trying to relive our childhood, right? That's the whole premise of GXR, right guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So from that standpoint, I completely understand uh, Ken and Karen. And then now you, Justin, you're, you're, you're hooking Avon and Galilee up with something cool. Right. You know, like good memories. So I get that. I think mm-hmm. the, the movie hits on all cylinders when it comes to that, uh, especially like Karen, you said <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Good. <laughs> if, 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 you know, and I think it's just what you're doing 
when you're a kid. So I completely agree with that. But yeah, the movie was just unfocused. Um, it was too much. When you much say pop unfocused, and, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I, it just seemed like they didn't know what direction they were going in. Like, okay, I thought it had a very clear direction. Um, and like, maybe, his goal maybe was sh- to go back to Neverland, mm-hmm. get his kids, and come back. And the only way he get his kids is if he became Peter Pan again. I, I think story wise, sure. You're absolutely right, 100%. I think just from a director's standpoint, from a filmographer, like the... I, I like thought the, that's what you meant, Bradley, because I had the same yeah. question Karen had. What do you mean by unfocused? But I feel like really you're you're kind of saying like it's not polished. This movie not is very it's, scuffy. It's I prefer an unpolished film. Don't you guys? But, no, no, really. I, I you, even you were talking spilling. to the wrong cask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Need <laughs> these two, no, they need, no, they these need two. everything buttoned up perfectly. No, because, no. okay, if we look at the original no, Star no, we're just joking, man. Just no, joking. no, 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 you're not joking no, with me. It, Kenny it, and Mark it. are right about me. You better be buttoning <laughs> it up. Let me just, before we go off into unpolished and, and the unscuffed, I think, actually, now that you say that, Karen, you just hit the nail on the head. That's probably the divide. Steven Spielberg himself doesn't even like this film. If you look it up on Google, he just he doesn't even know what went wrong with the film. And I, I really don't think directors and cinematographers even really know what was going on with the movie. And I think that's part of the problem is that it was just all over the place. Like, OK, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Um, and, I, you know, what? let me end this real quick. Um unfocused as far as like make it look great um how is it possible that peter could forget that he's from neverland that's the thing that blew me away as a 13 14 year old i was just like that that blows me away as a 40 40 year old is that that's where you're lost on the the whole peter pan thing no 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 not him him flying in the how could he forget about (laughs) that magical land yeah yeah how could he forget to me it was just like come uh, it is only weird. 40. How could you can't forget just a couple of years? Get out of here. And that that's was annoying. And then also, yeah, like Karen said, reboot or whatever you want to call it. There's already too many Peter Pans. Um, and this was at a time when there wasn't a lot of Peter Pans. Mm-hmm. But just just the fact that we don't need any more Peter Pan. We don't need any more Batman. You know, like get out of here. We definitely don't Batman. need any more Spider Man. Definitely. The writer said that he did the movie. He wrote the movie because his son asked what would happen if Peter grew up. I'm like, ah, cutesy wootsy, don't need it, thanks. And then also, lastly, and probably most importantly, I hate the way the name Moira sounds. I think that, honestly, no, I'm just joking. (laughs) Moiras everywhere are disappointed. Our our great Britain listeners, I I would like to apologize. (laughs) We we love you, Moiras, out there in Great Britain. I don't just like Moiras. I just hate the way that name sounds. It sounds so 80s. (laughs) Moira! (laughs) Let me chase after you, Moira. Be my wife. All right, sorry. I'm done. There you go. Well, there you go. Um, Man, you know, I'm going to take issue with just a couple of things. So you said the movie felt unfocused. Dude, there are a lot of subtle hints in this movie that, in my opinion, say that Steven Spielberg, I I don't know if he just had, like, regrets later, but, like, dude, uh, for example... We established early on, like, clearly established Peter's a terrible father. Clearly established his kid Jack is the true villain of the movie early. Exactly. Hello. Um, Wait a minute. Expound on that, Ken. Please. Uh, he, just keep it simple. Jack is a was, little brat. Yeah, the kid is terrible. He's he is a, a moron. Kid. I, I he, don't like him. spoiled. Yeah. Um, and and he, he likes to torture his family, clearly. I, but You just, ahead. I have to interrupt to say, I think subconsciously that's what annoyed me about this movie. 
was the the meme, the trope of little white kid. <laughs> not that we're racist or anything, but just it's it's this. Oh, we're gonna appeal to so many of these little boys out there who are just bad and wicked and tormenting their fathers. But look at how Peter Banning just rises to the occasion and still acts like a weak father and and doesn't spank his son. Oh, that's the way to do it. I think that annoyed me. But I, sorry for stealing it, Ken. But go. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> there we go. So th- there was a on point. A special episode. On a special episode. <laughs> Sorry, you can probably edit the, the color Manning's out. Face. We're not racist, but has never, never been the the beginning of a great time. No, um, racist bone in my My body. kids, However, my kids are white, boy. Um, no, uh, you guys get what I'm saying. Just edit I'm, I'm that kidding. out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. No, no, no. Keep yeah. it in. Keep it in. Um, no. Okay, so, but there, there is a scene, right? So, like in in the airplane uh, as they're on their way to England, dude. The the announcement that's being made by the pilot that's Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, nice. right. So very like, dude. Like he was world building, and when you're building a world as as complete as Steven Spielberg did yeah. here, I don't understand why he can turn around and say. I I hated this movie. Or, or no, what, what, what is that? Hold, hold up, guys. Look I'll it. find it. I'll find it. That's I, I, going. I watched the, the, I saw the quote. He said he felt insecure, and so he felt like he was covering up different aspects of it. He never yeah, it. Is that I think specifically it may have been the Neverland sequence that he didn't care for because of it. it he's so used to bringing life to cool sci-fi reality things whereas Neverland is is truly a fantasy land right Mm -hmm. but I think I think Neverland is so well designed and it was built I mean those are it it was are you dude okay yeah for kids Brad that's awesome yeah okay think about what Neverland is supposed to be and represent well I think we right. did this eternal, last time. Eternal yeah. childhood. Well, but they, we didn't. No, no. Yeah, you're right. We didn't. We didn't record it. So yeah, we're eternal do childhood. I like that. Right. So eternal childhood. Yeah. Like, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Just like eternal childhood. And then it's going to have like a very playful element to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there were grown kid like Rufio. I think he was 47. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and he was the leader of the, of the Lost Boys. Like there were. This was a. Wait, help me out, man. I'm just saying I'm lost. Did you just say Rufio was 47? I, I was totally joking. Like, because he, oh. oh. he was the oldest of the Lost too. Boys. Oh, okay. He was the oh, oldest of the Lost was, Boys. He, yeah. Sorry, subtleties. Man, we are the yeah, Lost Boys up in here. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's just a very stylized world. So, like, the, the whole Lost yep. Boys area, it, it, it was built in such a way, like, think about if you were a kid. Yes. You would have, and you could build, like, a, a, a massive tree fort. Yes. You would have had, mm-hmm. had a skateboard ramp. You would have had that, Dude, that, that track, cool. whatever. Dude, it was absolutely cool. You know, and, and you were, you would have been shooting, uh, wh- what were they shooting at, at him? Uh, the, uh, the pies or the, that, that's the slime later balls on. like slime they, balls, they did the whole yeah. bone, bone arrow with the slime balls mm-hmm. I mean like dude it was very style and then when you got to like the part with the pirates that that whole set was that well built that ship was wow absolutely that thing is huge dude oh I see what you guys are saying now you know what I'm saying okay. like it so it was well designed it was well built <clears throat> it was I mean if you compared it to the cartoon you know, Peter Pan from 1953 or whatever. Like, if if you were going to translate that into real life, I would I would argue that it has not been done better since Hook. 
If you looked at yeah. the, if you I look agree. at Peter Pan, the right? Am I am it's I wrong? Am so I off in left field? Sweaty. Yeah. No, you're not off in I, left field. No. No, no, no. So let me let me just say this. I you're understand what you're saying. There's another Peter Pan out there. There is. You haven't seen it. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one with uh, Hugh Jackman. Tis trash. Oh. It, it okay. is it's bad. garbage, but the world building is the uh, the actual CG is wow. But that's no good. I I don't give that one a pass just because uh, I love stuff to look uh, nice and beautiful. That movie was garbage. It was a whole bunch of CGI thrown together. Yeah, Mark. Mark, what were you about to say? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So Sorry. what what I will say is let's just keep this in mind. This is a year and a half from Jurassic Park, so. Mm-hmm. When I look at Hook with the lack of anything close to scientific or any like anything that looks any techie um, Mm -hmm. that looks advanced, it it looks the set is so basic that I think that as a child, I had no interest in it. You know what Mm. I mean? Like, you know, like when your kids are watching a movie and it's black and white and they're like, well, it's not for me. You know what I mean? Like. Like you're trying to get them to watch Wizard of Oz and the black and white part, and they're just like, yeah. nah. they're they're checked out and gone. You know what so I mean? The lack so of technology I, is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Let me clear. Let me clarify what I'm saying. It's not the technology in itself. I'm just talking about the actual quality of the sets. Okay. Mm. Um, it wasn't it wasn't of interest to me. Now I'm I'm saying that I'm a fan of the movie now, mm-hmm. but I feel like. It was lost on me. Back what type then. of films did you so like? It just though? didn't resonate with you. What kind of movie, you? Ki- movie kid were you though? In nineteen, were, yeah, like, were you action like a yeah, PG thirteen kind of Action. I'm talking, uh, yeah, uh, Star Wars, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Back that to makes the a Future. No, 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 for sure. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be. It needs to be a sci-fi movie. I'm just saying the quality of the filmmaking mm-hmm. matters True. and it even matters to me an 11 year old i could tell like mm, this kind of looks like kind of Gennaro to me yeah that's how it i did. felt it did absolutely that's that, how and I yeah think, so i disagree and i think I a think, lot of people who didn't like the the film <laughs> well, probably mm-hmm. felt in that you i know, think you're hitting felt, the nail felt, on the head that. yeah because karen immediately you said you disagree so there's got to be just a difference. You guys, do you and do Karen and Ken want to expound on why they thought the sets looked good? Because I, I agree with you guys. I think I, I can see what you're saying. Like, I, I mean, I think maybe from a fantasy point of view, I can see why people would not, not like it because it's not very colorful. There are a lot of yeah, muted it's colors. Out. It's very washed out. Hmm. But I feel like kind of, I don't want to see... Captain Hook wearing a bright red puffed sleeve shirt. You know what I mean? If it's gonna be a, a if it's gonna be like a like a, a what do they call those? A real person, not a, not an, non animated film. I feel like I don't know. Mm, I you can't, I don't know. Like I feel like I need it to be a, to be neon colored. You know what I mean? Like or like, like the modern movies, or super like polished. I felt like it was they were trying to tell a story. Yeah. Mm. Of this is this is a port where this is where their imaginary port where the pirates hang out. Yep. Because they're not going anywhere, mm-hmm. but that's just where they live now. Yep. But I also feel like 
we suffered so much from so much overproduction. And that's the point of, um, like, the original mm-hmm. Star Wars. There's, it's all, you know, it's skin and bones as far as what is uh, applied to that film. Now, if you watch the stuff later, it's too much going on. I don't need to see green screen for every scene. I feel like it's, it's just agree. too much. It takes, it takes away from the charm of, of films. Can I, I, I like that. That's a may nice I interject? statement. Yeah, yeah. Ken is hosting, I, and I, I accept that. No, I'm may, no longer hosting. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ken. <laughs> no, Ken, no, I, no, no, no. It's not, dude. You're hosting, bro. I'm sorry. No, no. Ken, you've go got ahead. you've got things to say. Please. We'll, we'll I just want to interject. <laughs> um, because Karen is bringing out some good points. We we're all over the place as far as what um what we're using to judge. Like, are we talking about the set? Are we talking about the the story? Are we talking about the, you know, what are we talking about? Star Wars, the original episode four does, it does so good. And I think it does good for this reason. It's, it's on, they're, they're cooking with propane. They're moving from scene to scene to scene to scene. Hook is just, I feel sweaty and it, stagnant. And it, like, where it does drag. Are, are you going to get going here? Man, alive, this is boring. What's the next it's, scene already? Too much world building. Yeah, but the, but now, now here's another point that I thought about when Karen was saying what she was saying. You only took me to one sweaty part of Neverland. We never left that sweaty port. If they could have world built a world, <laughs> thank you. Flew us out to somewhere else, Moss Eisley Cantina or something. There's, Go there's, somewhere else. We're at a sweaty also ship. story integrity at the same time. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait. wait let's what go. What, what, what are we gonna? What what other settings do we have? We are, okay. We're in a studio. You can clearly see that. Even as a kid, you're like, "Oh, great! They're inside of a studio. Nice, good lights and everything, and it looks good and real. And the sky looks kind of cool." Whoa! Ah, huh. and my favorite part of the movie is definitely uh, Bob Hoskins is probably the best person in the entire film when he comes up with the the hook, you know, and he does the dance. The hook, hook, hook. I was I enjoyed that part a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, we, lost, we lost Hosk, by the way. We want to bring that out. We lost yep. Hosk. Bob mm. Hosk is. Justin, yeah. you just wanted to rhyme that, man. We lost Hosk, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, Bob, Bob Hoskins uh, did a good job. I, Ken, Karen, I, I see what you guys are saying. I think that this, mm-hmm. what this is turning into is, is not, is Hook a good movie? It's more so why Justin Bradley, or excuse me, Mark and Bradley and kind of Justin don't like it versus why Ken and Karen like it. No? Yeah, why, no, I, no, why I didn't no. like it. You're that, correct. That wasn't going to be my focus of it. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Well, just the last point, because I think Mark Mark chimed in. Yeah, the world building wasn't wasn't world building to me. I, that, I think that was one of the biggest things as a kid was like, where are they going, man? Where is Neverland? Oh, it's that Chuck E. Cheese's. Got it. Okay. Um, well, well, they, everybody knows that Neverland is just a, a city in the sky. Oh. There is no other parts of Neverland. No, no, no. I, I didn't well, no, know that. Well, no, but there's like, the, say, there's like the, when he's got, like, did, he's with the, um, what do you call them? The mermaids, mermaids, you know, and then he's got, like, the Lost Boy Camp. I think, technically, Neverland also had a, like, a Native American area. Yeah, and I'm so glad they didn't glad do that, because that would have been super problematic. Yeah, that movie would have yeah, been yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay away from that zone. Yeah. I, I smoke think a peace pipe. Yep. The other pan movie did a better job world building. The one that was bad with uh, Jackman. They, they spent way so too much. did they much. not have, did, where were they at in this pattern, Peter Pan? Mm, I don't know. 
It just looked better. And wait, wait, wait. Karen, 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 you're saying where were they? As in, yeah, were they I was in like, Neverland? What other worlds did they have? They had they, a bunch of different parts of Neverland, but it doesn't matter because the movie was terrible. Because, because there's too much. Yeah. No, I don't think that's much. the reason. No, nope, but nope. I get what you're saying. I though. think it is because okay, look at the last. <laughs> oh, look at the last baby boonks <laughs> up in here. <laughs> Dunking on people. No, look at the last Spider-Man. Toby <laughs> McGuire was in. It had, oh, too, man. it had too much. It suffered from too much. It did not um, make sense. There was no yeah, continuity. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let her, let's let her get that out. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm turning that egg on. There was going, too yeah. many bad guys, and there was too many settings. The, the, the last Tobey Maguire. All of it, like, yeah, the last number three. Break, with, break us off with what it was, just so we can, our listeners know. It what had was the Sandman, it had Venom, it had the Crocodile Guy, right? Or... Maybe. No, that was uh, no. that was a different one. Okay, that so was, not that the was the one that brought in Andrew Garfield. Yeah, so Sandman, Venom, and another. They had three villains in total, and it was ridiculous. I agree it with was you, Karen. Too Agreed, much. Karen. Agreed. And so I think everybody wants so much from these films, as far as like, well, we didn't have enough world building. Well, how many more worlds are we supposed to have? Oh, no, 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 and you not know what? More worlds, just more to the more world. locations. But I still get what yeah, you're but- saying, Karen. But what said else from a have? person who is a fan of a series that predominantly takes place on a desert planet, for the record, oh, right? Yeah, I mean, that's true. That's Star true. Wars. Can, there's so many more worlds. Star Wars. Yeah, if we can leave Tatooine alone for a bit. Yeah, but I'm, for I'm not Tatooine. talking about multiple world buildings. I'm just saying flesh out Neverland is all I'm saying. Flesh out. But I still, yeah, okay, we get yeah. you. Yeah. So in that regard, I just want to say that's uh, something that Marvel has done a good job in in building. Because they have multiple, you can you can stick, you can. It only take two hours and build whatever world you're in, but then you can go to another movie and connect it and, and build some more there. Am I am I wrong yeah, about that? Yeah, we're talking about well, one yeah, movie yeah. Here. So you're talking this about like a universe versus. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm yeah. just I'm, I'm saying that's why they call it the cinematic that, universe. That's what sure. that's what would definitely make a person like Bradley happy. So okay, so now I get to go in this part. Oh, now I get to go over here. Now I get to go over here. So for the record, for the record. <sighs> Rotten Tomatoes agrees with Brad. Twenty nine percent. The two thousand three Peter Pan got a seventy seven percent from the critics, and what? Hook got a twenty nine percent from the critics. <gasps> but it's the opposite. Everybody else loves Hook. Well, seventy six and seventy four. So it, it's, it's it's a mixed bag. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. it's Wait a mixed bag. Okay, so I have a question. Okay. Sure. So if Hook had more depth. I guess, or a larger set, would would it make it a better movie, or we just don't like Hook because we just don't like Hook? I'll I'll answer when it's my turn. But can we do a round robin? Yeah, your, it's your turn, bro. No, I hate you round start. Robins. You start it. All right, man. I'll tell you, dude. There's a lot of stuff that just was wrong casting. First off, I didn't want to see Robin Williams as Peter Pan. I and agree. Also the, um, I love Robin Williams. Okay. Okay, but that would have been better. And then also the acrobatics, the um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, Wires. so yeah. goofy. Like, hey, there's a out of shape middle-aged guy kind of doing these <laughs> crump flips slowly through the air. This is like as a kid, as a 13-year-old, like almost You're- dunking. I was like, this is Stupid looking. Who? Why is Robin Williams slowly cartwheeling through the air? He looks like a moron. But that's just my opinion. He just it, it just looked clunky, yeah, cheesy and campy. It it didn't look that cool. That's what I was trying to say earlier, man. Go ahead, go ahead. The camp was real, bro. I, I, 
I think they just needed better direction. I think somebody just needed to come in, just like with a lot of movies, and say, just like what's like we were saying about Star Wars, a director needed to come in and say, hey, 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 guys, Leia needs to run about, mm, I don't know, maybe double the speed, and then these goons over here need to actually try to get, grab her. Um, you guys are gonna have to try. <laughs> Whereas with like Robin Williams and Hook, dude, wrong, wrong casting. <laughs> it was his time period, you know. Hey, let's get a big guy. He's he's an A-list actor. Right. Well, who would you have used before instead? I don't know. Somebody leaner, Kurt Russell, better looking. <laughs> yeah, just just some, just basically the Kurt typical. Russell. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm totally kidding, oh guys. Not, not Kurt Russell. Sean Connery. Uh, <laughs> Peter. I would have used Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Lucius <laughs> Fox as Peter Pan. He would be able to say yeah. Moira. No, I, Moira. I, Karen, let me let me just tell you, man. I'm I'm a fan of this movie. Uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, for and some of the things that we talked about, but I do agree with Bradley that yeah, th- that was the stuff that when I was eleven, I was like, oh, this movie is like, this is weak, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just, it just was. And for some people, I think they're gonna see those things and be like, why, you know, wh- why is it like that? Like, I want somebody to like swing through the air and do all these things. But let me tell you something um, as well. Um, and I think I shared this in the original podcast, but it got, you know, uh, corrupted. So exactly. So I, I used to sell timeshare and, um, you know, before, before COVID and one of my coworkers, he would bring like toward the end of the conversation and the person is saying, well, you know, you know, it's not a good time because this X, Y, and Z, or, you know, my kids are, you know, in sports or, you know, we'll wait until we're retired or, or whatever the case may be. And all he would do is he would take out his, uh, his, um, Apple pad and play that scene where, uh, Peter Pan, uh, what, what is his name? Uh, in the movie, Peter, Peter Banning, Banning. Peter Banning. Uh, Peter Banning's wife is telling him all these things. And then at the very end, she says, you're blowing it. Yep. And that's classic timeshare 101. Don't fall for yeah. it, guys. <laughs> oh, no, no, 100 percent. But what, nice. what it does do, whether a person d- moves forward or they don't, it it's letting them know and it cuts to the point either. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it. But if you keep on making excuses, you're going to realize that you run out of time eventually. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, it, it 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 was impactful. I was like, man, that's dude, that's a that's a pretty cool trick. That was before we even started talking about hook and everything. So um, that was like one of the reasons why I actually kind of started to kind of get into the movie and see some of the messages there. So it does have good messages. Um, Peter chasing to... Wendy was like weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wendy being old was also weird. Three percent. Um, yeah, wow. so there are some things that are just like, oh. Go but back to Neverland. I, I understand. Wendy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are just some off things for sure, but like, um, go back in your overall. 20s. I do enjoy the movie. I do. Mm. I truly am a fan of it. Can, can I say something you, Kenny, about you, Karen, as well? Can, can I say something about uh, Peter's timing? Uh, Tink Tinkerbell's timing. Her timing is terrible. Did did she not like? Uh, just I'm not a fan of Julia Roberts. <laughs> period. 
I know she's a wonderful actress. Supposedly, yeah, she like won many awards. Karen, you're gonna have to mute. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got you. Uh, I know you're new. No, that's okay. Um, dude, uh, I've just never been a huge Julia Roberts fan, and I don't know. I think she's. I think she was miscast. I don't know who else I would have put here. I think it's because she does that. She did that. She was known for that quirky laugh thing that she did in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Steven Spielberg was like, that's it. That, that's the laugh I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she She's was got unnecessary. The moxie. Yeah, yeah. She was unnecessary. Um, Mark, I agree with, awesome way. points that you mentioned, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think the thing that we need to remember that this movie, I felt like this movie had a, a message. And whereas, most of the other Peter Pans are just an adventure movie. And so I think that might be where the divide is. Is like you guys were, you oh. saw Peter Pan and you're like, adventure, let's go. Whereas mm-hmm. Hook was meant to tell a, a, a different story and and give a give you something to take away and, and chew on for a while. And maybe it just didn't deliver that as well. But it was, I don't think it was ever meant to be the action movie that like the 2003 one that's was right. I that was, get, that's what I wanted to say. I, that's mm. what, I, and that's what I meant by uh, unfocused. Mm. It's like, okay, isn't Peter Pan supposed to be Jet Li in Europe or something? No, no. Oh, he's okay. a small, small, small boy. I thought he's supposed to swashbuckle all lithely with a uh, hook and, and fly the through the riggings and whatnot. Yeah, he did that, Bradley. He just was. Did you watch the movie? No, no, no. He 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 did that. It's just buckled. It's just that it was Robin Williams, man. Robin Williams has no control over his skills. Justin's picking up what I'm what I'm putting down. That's that's what's unfocused to me. And I think you guys are 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 wisening me up. You're helping me to understand. I did not know that that it seems like this movie is a Hallmark card. Is what it sounds like to me. Um. And so I, I like that. I like the fact that yeah. if that's a, a universal message that you guys all picked up, you guys are not surprised I didn't pick up pick that up. I did not nah. know. Right? You get yeah. you guys are not surprised at all that Bradley didn't get, oh, they're trying to tell us how to spend time and come yeah, well, together. Well, recently, no. We're we're not surprised because you don't have any children. So there you go. That's easy. Oh, okay. But you guys got this before kids. No, I Bradley, no. I got zero oh, yeah. of these lessons. I, I, I don't enjoy, know. I think I it honestly it depends kids. on what kind of what kind of kid you are. Like, if you enjoyed uh, action and stuff being cool and basketball, then Hook was definitely not for you. You know what I mean? So if you like, like, yes. like, yeah, yeah, like cool I play stuff. basketball occasionally. Oh, like what do you say, <laughs> like, Karen? <laughs> She's telling too much. No. She's saying too much. No, That's a large. If you if no. you had friends, <laughs> this movie's not for you. You just explained no. a large demographic of if people. You were, no, we if you were watch basketball Mary. all the time. That's not what I meant. I, I feel like if you were only the kid who's like, I like sci-fi. I like this. I don't like stuff that's cool. People are going to think I'm cool all the time. I feel like there's a nuance because it was a little bit more of a delicate film, and that's okay. You don't have to like that when you're 11. You don't have to like that when you're 13. But I enjoyed it, being the youngest. So probably, it's it was probably, probably right for my uh, <laughs> demographic. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was yeah, for, the, for the little kids. And it the is kids, a long movie for the record. And the parents I, who took the kids to the movie. I was on board. I loved every minute of it. Yeah. Yep. So, I agree yep. with you guys. I, I, so I will say, like, 
there's some I recently saw like just kind of a breakdown of Hook's character and everybody kind of sees him as the bad guy but there's some subtlety to like I don't know if it was just written this way or if it if it was in Dustin I'm gonna say it's probably Dustin Hoffman's delivery right I, I feel mm-hmm. like you know like when he was like giving like when he was talking to Jack right when he was like letting Jack mm-hmm. break all the clocks and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it was like you know he was just kind of let him dress up like him. Yeah, you oh, know, it was stupid. just there's like a lot of subtleties that we just won't get into because none of us are psychologists. But no, but I, I mean, break it off. This is entertaining, Ken. Well, I just so I think the point of Hook's character is presenting you with the chance to presenting Peter with the chance to reclaim his not his lost youth. Because you can't have, you can never have that back, right? No. Nope. Peter didn't become young again. No. Nope. He lost a couple of LBs, which is nice, but you can't become young again. <laughs> However, you can regain some of that youthful innocence. So, for example, like, so he, he, he said he would, like, Hook at first, when he challenged him, he said he was going to kill him, right? It hit him or the kids if he couldn't reach out and touch him, right? He just wanted to see Peter do the thing he used to do. Which was like you guys said, you wanted to see him be Jet Li, you know, you wanted to see him like hundred percent jump off of the sails, blah blah. He couldn't do that. He forgot about all that. Um, I what he <laughs> did do was say, look, well, how did he forget? Okay, um, but he what he did say was like he gave him a chance to reclaim that. Now, with when his with his time with the Lost Boys, he was too serious, right? He was all business. Think he was failing at that. But where things turned around was that that dinner scene, remember, with like the table mm-hmm. and like the whole right. imagination. Yeah. He finally was willing to play. Right. He mm-hmm. didn't become a kid, but he was finally willing to play. And then things like immediately turned around for, like finally. So he, it wasn't that he stopped being an adult, but he learned how to how to um, <clears throat> how to talk to a kid. Mm-hmm. Which he would need you, in dealing with his children yeah. later, right? Because he had clearly forgot that, right? Because like, you know, um, when he was on the phone and his his you know Jack was popping yeah. off, he you know he yells at him, and you know he, he was basically he had been too serious, so it, it helped soften that edge and basically taught him how to be look live in the moment, um, you know whatever. So that happened, and then and so like Hook. Basically, now, here's the part that I don't know, you know, and there's probably like some debate. Did this actually happen or did he fall out the window and and have like this whole fever dream? What do they call that? A Jacob's Ladder scenario or something like that where it Mm. didn't actually happen? I don't know. But. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's something to gain from it. Yeah. But as a person who is perpetually a child. That mm-hmm. maybe that's why this appealed to me because I'm always <laughs> I am funny. always trying to make sure I keep my youthful uh, sense of humor and just willing willingness not to take myself seriously. One hundred percent. I, I would yeah. say of the of the the four of us, excluding Karen, because she's definitely doesn't take herself too serious. I would say oh, of the four, the of, four us, of us, I'm the one who doesn't take myself too serious. Good job, Ken. Okay, so moving on. Moving on. No, I'm, I'm kidding, Ken. I'm kidding, man. Who are you going to say, Ken? No, no. I mean, I would say that I take my... I am the most self-deprecating. I'm the, yep. I'm the one willing to laugh at myself the yep. most. I you don't are. take 
anything seriously. And you've mo- been that way for part. a long time, man. There you mm-hmm. go. Yep. You, you are that you are that guy. And that endears you, uh, you to other people. They, they get closer yeah, to you for true. that. Um, so that's good, they, man. I'm sorry, Bradley. No, go ahead. Go ahead. That's it. No, that's, no, that's, that's good, man. We need to be like that. We need to be like it. But I did want to say this, guys, because I was talking about Julia Roberts earlier. Karen said something about her teeth. Yes, Julia Roberts' teeth are too big. But um, <laughs> the thing is, um, uh, uh, Tinkerbell. Anyway. Don't worry about that right now. Tinkerbell Edit that out. went ahead and got big at the end of the movie. She was in mm. love with Peter. Like, trying to uh, oh, hey, yeah, Tinks, yeah, yeah. could right. you have told me this like when I was younger? I would have well. never even. I, you could have just grew big then, and we could have been together. Why'd you let me get with Moira? <laughs> no, because he was a kid. He, yeah, right? that would have been weird. It would yeah, definitely it been, been weird. weird. But just ser- seriously though, come not on. as weird as kissing a girl. Like, who's it, like I was gonna say, <laughs> not as weird as yeah, him kissing Grandma I'm gonna Wendy. Give right? her a kiss. <laughs> Yeah, so, I know she's all like, <laughs> like oh, it's like raining outside. It's like all oh, weird. Um, but, uh, <laughs> if I could say, Ken, what you're saying about that scene, I I missed that. I forgot about that. That actually was really well um, acted. Uh, it had yeah. a good climax to it, right? Like the mm-hmm. the the food scene where when he mm-hmm. finally understood yeah. stuff, I was like, okay, no, that's well written, and that's that's what I'm talking about. It it had the juice at that moment, and then at other parts of the other parts of the film, it's just like. Juice is gone, man. Why is this thing yeah. so dry? You know, y'all, it's like, if y'all are boring, just say that. Like, I feel like <laughs> Karen right. right. are not valid <laughs> at all. Like, no, no, no. Like, okay. So, like, it's too dusty. Ugh. It's very smooth. There's, a, there's a hook. It wasn't shiny enough. Ugh. Like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I know okay. Kids, no. I was, was it cool enough? Ooh, I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. I feel like it's all yeah. cap. No, no, yeah. no. Straight and, up. And yeah. I would. Um, I would feel the way Karen feels if, if yeah, if I liked Hook, that I would be mad that you. I like a lot of movies, but <laughs> I feel like the excuses yeah. that you guys are using don't make any sense. You're like, it's uh, it's too rough around the edges. What? No, no, what? no. There's a no. Polished. <laughs> no, 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 no. You guys. Pirates. You guys. It's only Bradley. That's what you guys said. Hey, they couldn't press their shirts. Hey, no, no. there's no dry cleaners in Neverland. What are you talking about? No, I, I get, I understand I, the emotion. I just here. The psychology is we're not making any excuses. There's definitely no excuses being made. I, I, I'm speaking just for myself. Uh, this is just a, a straight harsh judgment. Starbucks, just straight across the board. It's just yeah, and float it my boat. But I, I am, I am not vibing with it at all. Sorry. I understand. I and I, I actually Karen is a agree. protector of this Dude, film, man. I'm, I'm loving this, Karen. Film. I, I have to tooth and nail because I'm sure there's some garbage movies that you guys like, and I cannot wait to rip them apart. I cannot wait. I, as I don't know, man. They're, they're no, pretty. Please. They're pretty discerning, Karen. They like they have <laughs> very specific tastes, and I am more often than not defending movies for the record. Lord. <laughs> for sure. So for sure. Let, let me yeah. just uh, let me jump in real quick. Um, so I feel the same way that you feel about the Wiz. I know you you and I vibe on the on the Wiz, Karen. I love the Wiz. There are people that will that just cannot get into the Wiz. What's, what's wrong? With I don't let my husband watch it because he made fun of it like for two seconds and I said no we're not doing this I can't thank you yeah you yeah, can't no, no, no. but the thing so is guys I, you I, can't I, take I the whiz that. seriously though that much you can't be so deep into it that you th- there's nothing wrong with the whiz who's making fun of the whiz 
What? Of there, there, there's, there's a large the subset of people. Well, I mean, there are not have you, bro, bro, bro? <laughs> if you're taking the whiz. whiz and you are breaking that down, and that's no, it's the oh, whiz guys. I, okay, Justin. I, I mean, okay. more just from the aesthetics of it, they're just like, ugh. Yeah, no, with Justin. the whiz. But anyway, I'm I'm not here to talk about the whiz. <laughs> We're not. Um, but you can't get out of the game, saying, man. You can't get out of the game. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, man. Sorry. Um, but what I will say is there are some positives for sure. I've already touched on a few. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Rufio. Uh, yes. even as an eleven year old, mm-hmm. I did enjoy me some Rufio. Uh. And and the final battle. I did enjoy that. Uh the, the kid rolling down the stairs. Oh god. Okay. That was the worst <laughs> that, part that of was... the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but it was what memorable. was that kid's name? Waddles? Wait, what was his name? Marble. No. Uh Rolbert. Thudbutt. His name was Thudbutt, Thud guys. Butt. There you go. See? I hope he's that's, doing that's, okay. That's one of the reasons right there you, that you can use to not like Hook. Thudbutt. Yes. Thudbutt. But butt. it's funny to me that... He's thin um, now, though. Props to him. Cool, cool. It's funny to me. See, right there you said, wow, he's the worst part of the movie. What it is is I think we're just all flying blind here. I, to me, I would have guessed that both Ken and Karen would have loved Thudbutt. But there you go. <laughs> it's... No, I, I, he I, had I say a, that a charm to the film. I liked him. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't think they needed going. to fold his legs up and that was roll weird, down right. some steps. Was, but yeah. we're I just not it. seeing the same stuff. But I, if anything, I am seeing the passion behind both Karen and Ken's uh, love it. for this love movie. The passion. Yeah, yep. and I agree with it. And I think <laughs> it's just you gotta just watch these movies <laughs> with other hookies, man. Like there, there might be stuff that I like, and I, I know. Okay, don't watch this with Justin. Don't watch this with Tracy. You know, you, you just got to know who to watch it with. I, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna watch, for instance. Uh, if I didn't have children, Bradley, I wouldn't watch it three or four times. Trust me, I would not have watched that many times. But I did watch it though, and I do enjoy it with my kids. By well, the way. and let's I do enjoy you know, it for the record, I'm I'm not like. Every Friday night, hey, hope we're gonna sit down and watch. <laughs> you know what time it is. Hook watch time. the hook, dude. You know what time it is. I got, I got my Dustin Hoffman wig on. <laughs> Wait, so I have a question for you guys. My favorite part here. They're saying Dustin Hoffman like overacted his parts. I thought Dustin Hoffman was like one of the best parts of the movie. Now, like, now who's good? Who's, who said that again? Who said that? Yeah, uh, somebody on Cora.com. Okay, so okay. maybe that was just them. All right. Okay. No, nobody you guys like him too. Right? I, we, I think Dustin Hoffman yeah, I thought, I thought was, he was great. the finest actor in that film. That was my opinion, though. Yeah. I thought he was the finished. best. I mean, honestly, I, I think the only person they could they could have just done without was Julia Roberts. I mean, <laughs> Julia yeah. Roberts. I hate, I hate she was okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, the worst part of the Oceans trilogy is Julia Roberts. No way. Is that how you guys yeah. feel? I thought she was good in the first one. I I, I don't have that reaction towards Julia Roberts Here, though. Here's and, my if we could just derail for just a second. Here here was when I decided I was definitely not a huge fan. So in Ocean's Eleven, um, Matt Damon's character he's been like you know spying on um, on the main guy, and he's like this is the best part of my day. Like he like you expect an absolute bombshell. To come down the stairs, and it's just Julia Roberts. Oh my know. gosh! Kate. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I gotta be honest. She is I, not an ugly yeah. lady. No, no, she's not she's an unattractive person pretty. at all. Oh, okay, she, I, that's I'm what I thought you pretty. were saying. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying. Okay. I'm just saying like it wasn't like you know like uh, I, dude. I don't know. 
I, I used to, there was a girl back in South Phoenix uh, at our summer program. She looked, she liked me and she looked almost exactly like Julia Roberts. So I'm a little partial. Who, who was it, bro? Uh, Leah Wade. Leah. Oh, remember that? Hmm. Remember those? Yeah. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Let's check her out. That was <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. No, no. She, 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 had, she had a very, to like <laughs> exactly. She had a very Julia Robertish <laughs> face. So. Oh, yeah, well, man. Yeah. Okay. I was irritated that she liked you and not me. I remember that. <laughs> He's like, I look just like him. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Getting back on track. Getting back on track. So, um, so I, I appreciate the. I think we're kind of all over the spectrum, which is good. I I like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we definitely had some passionate points. I like how you know Mark is refuses to back down on on the on the lack of action, but he still likes the film. <laughs> <laughs> and Bradley, you've articulated your points very well. Justin, I feel like if you, you know, like you said, if you didn't have daughters, you you probably would have just dismissed this as yeah, well. But but it, but, but I do want to say that's why it's such a good film. Like I'm, I'm being yeah. serious. This mm-hmm. film no, no, no. is I, so I, good I because of the fact that later on in life, if you watch it again, you go, oh my goodness, how did I miss that? Oh, yeah. it's because I wasn't a dad. That's why I missed that. I, and I don't think you have to be a parent to appreciate it. Like, just for Bradley's sake, right? Yeah. Because I think sometimes we, we, we leave him out of, of, of being able to empathize with things because he's not a parent. He's leaving me out, man. But, but at the same time, <laughs> no, like, dude, yeah. he's, he's a 40-something-year-old Gen Xer as well. He's looking at, you know, he, he talks an awful lot about those days when he could dunk, and he's probably not dunking anymore, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. In the pool? There's the past, right? There's the things that we look fondly. We don't want to be those people who are like, oh, remember, you know, back in the day, I could have took state. You know, we don't want to be Uncle Rico's. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico's. But, Uncle you know, at the Rakes. same time, like, we want to, like, maintain that connection to our youthful selves. Uh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Which I, I, I have agree, to say, man. like, after spending a week with my dad, uh, my parents were just here. Like, I think that that's one thing that my dad kind of maintained for a long time. Like, he was always, there are always moments when he was just, like, goofy, like, and immature. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're. Absolutely. And I feel like he's kept that. And, and that's definitely something I've tried to keep. Um, you say that a lot about your dad, by the way. I do. I, I yeah. don't know Uncle Ken very close, but you definitely bring that out about him a lot. So yeah, that, I, and cool. I think that I learned my sense of. I mean, I think I'm a good mix between the two of them. But there's definitely like he. I, I don't. Mark. I, I think it was you, and maybe was it Lenny and and Nate who were at our house. But remember, it was like the night before my wedding. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and my dad just comes out like rocking Superman underwear, like I mean, like a full, <laughs> like a full onesie. Yeah. It was like the yeah, full like, on, like wait, the. the <laughs> they're calling him Flash. Yeah, dude. Flash and it was, oh my God. Yeah, and it was just that like was a dude, double entendre. Absolutely, and it was just like, dude, that's the kind of stuff, like you know. So anyway, so like, I think that's why. I mean, that that's something I think that this movie is encouraging you to do. But anyway, um, I don't. We've been talking for what two hours. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like you're going to try to end. Can I um, say something? No, no, I just, well, I wanted to give, like, let's go with final thoughts. And for this, let's go ahead and do a round robin. Although I am on record as saying I don't <laughs> care for the round robin, and we blew over that. But let's round robin it, starting with Bradley. Um, uh, Just by the way, Napoleon Dynamite is a perfect example of a type of movie that I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. And Nacho Libre. 
there are tons of people who are like, um, I don't get those movies. And I'm never going to force them to agree with me because they're dumb movies. They just have a funky 80s uh, chumminess. Wait, you don't like Napoleon Dynamite? No, no, he, he likes them. No, I, I like oh, them. Okay. Yeah, I'm about saying, to hang up, dude. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm about to dunk on you and just get out of here. Wow. He's picky, no, no, no. But not that picky. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, so that's the thing is that I think if I'm saying anything, and why do I feel like I just sounded like Tony Stark there, um, is the we all just we all see things differently um these types of movies can be uh dividing they don't have to be we could just say man nah that's a hard pass uh if i feel like if i feel like feeling sweaty and grimy and if i feel like ha- like i have food in between my 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 ears and my all the yeah yeah i'll watch this movie if i want to feel squeaky clean i want to go ahead and get me some trilogy going on and some some uh, episode four five and six anyway um, man, Vader's helmet was shiny, by the way. Just so you know, Ken, in uh, episode five. <laughs> anyway, real quick. Except for that one scene where it was dusty, and then in episode C- four, his helmet was dusty. But three C- PO, man, he had the the worst <laughs> grime on uh, episode four. Yeah, they they cleaned him up in Empire Strikes Back. But anyway, um, uh, yeah, Napoleon Dynamite. Nacho Libre, that I think they fall into the same category. So they're just very polarizing films. They are. That's amazing. Um, they are polarizing. That's yeah, amazing to me. How? They're hilarious. They're hilarious, but see, that's the thing. We ha- we we we're, we're not really learning that, oh, okay. There's people out there who just don't understand Jack Black. Okay, got you, bro. Peace. I'm I'm mm-hmm. never gonna force you to like this movie. I'm never gonna force you to like the farty old guy at the end of the movie who finally finds his marbles. I call him Fartsy because he just looks like he's <laughs> toodles. <laughs> He looks like an old fart. His name is huh? Toodles. His name's Toodles. <laughs> oh my goodness. So close he enough. Just, he just really bothers me the way he looks. And I guess it just, this whole movie has that uh, hobbity, sweaty, uh, sootsman, uh, chimney sweep. If, yeah, we're, if we're not, if we're not picking up anything sweep. that Bradley's putting down, we are getting at least one thing. <laughs> sweat. If there's, if, if there's sweat anywhere in your film, Bradley's out. Just, why is it so? It's just the lighting, the backlighting, the the puffy uh, hair. They look like Mick Jagger and and nineties uh, man. It's the nineties. Yeah, it, it was just like ah, get yeah. this marbles guy out of here. I lost my marbles. Go fly away. He you lost them good, didn't he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just stuff like that. But yes, it does have a lot of redeeming qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, Ken and Karen, I still love you guys. I hope you guys don't hate my guts for no. absolutely <laughs> hating this movie. But all right, I'm done. Uh, let's go over to Mark. Well, I'll try to be as succinct as I possibly can here. (laughs) This movie is... It was... It was a a movie that I I watched once in childhood because I was just like, eh, nah, I'm good. Um... But, like I said, um, I'm glad that I gave it a second chance. I do enjoy it. I think that there are some parts that are way too long. Um, it's so boring at the beginning uh, for for young, for young kids, you know what I mean? Like, I just, uh, I, I think that they could have done things differently to help the story move along. Still uh-huh. build, but also help the story move along better. I think, I think... They could have gotten higher than the twenty nine percent that they did if Move they would have done those Move things. Uh, yes, yes, yep. exactly. Um, but overall, I do enjoy the film. Uh, my kids have watched it with me. 
I do love um, one of my favorite lines is when the kid looks at Peter and he says, there you are, Peter. I love that uh, kid. That that's there like a really are, emotional Peter. moment. Yeah. And it's just it's it's very cool. I, I really enjoy that part of it because that, you know, there's a Peter inside of all of us now. Just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but uh, I, I, I really did enjoy that um, scene in the movie and, and enjoy multiple scenes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, o- overall, I, I do. I do like it. And I really appreciate the passion that you share, Karen. You know, I was, I've never seen this part of you actually quite enjoyable. <laughs> Uh, no, wait, wait till she's Karen's back movies, for our uh, our K-pop episode where we ask oh, Karen Lord. to defend uh, Korean uh, pop bands. Oh my gosh! Don't <laughs> even. No, we're not going to do that. Okay. She will fly out here and murder every one of us. <laughs> uh, Justin, you want to give us your final thoughts? Yeah, final thoughts. Uh, uh, good film. Good film. Uh, how I felt back when I was young is no, it's just not the same. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm thinking about it from just a dad's standpoint and learning lessons. So it doesn't sound very fun the way I think about it. Right. You guys were talking about that earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ken, you know, we got to be joyous. We have to be like kids, man, kids. We can't. And we also have to be goofy with our kids. Mm -hmm. This movie's teaching us to do that. So. Yeah, tomorrow, man, I'm going to I'm definitely looking forward to having some fun with the with the girls. You know, being silly. Yeah, you know, driving around or walking around the house, you know, and uh, yeah, go to I don't the know. Dunes. Say it again, Carrie. I said, go to the dunes. Just kidding. The, the dunes of Tatooine here in Arizona. Yeah, um, <laughs> and the thing is, uh, I definitely encourage anyone listening go watch this movie. No matter what our opinions are, go check it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Go get that enjoyment. If that's what you're going to get or go make fun of it, if that's what you're going to do. But I think you're going to get something out of this movie, even even though Steven Spielberg probably doesn't think he did a great job. He actually is teaching quite a few lessons in this movie that actually help people out. So go check it out. And then we'll uh, let's close it out with Karen. Karen, your final thoughts here. If you could if you could give us a a 30 second pitch as to why we need to watch this movie. Forty five seconds. I'll give you forty. You know, as much as I enjoyed going back and forth with you guys about why this movie is amazing. I will say it is, it's just a fun time. And uh, I think the the lesson is, is don't take yourself too serious. A lot of kid times our kids will feed off our energy. If we're in a negative space, um, our kids will be more prone to be irritated too. And I think that's part of it. It was like, uh, you're, you're have some patience, uh, be a good human enjoy life mm. um i enjoyed take, this take that call from brad <laughs> i'm sorry don't enjoy- take that call from brad <laughs> I enjoy- yeah don't take the call from brad throw away your cell phone like yep. normal people do no um and uh i don't know i just i thought it was a good film and uh it's one of those things where you know watch it don't watch it have fun with it i enjoyed the the back and forth Mm-hmm. With everybody, and it was actually quite, quite, quite hilarious. I had a good time fighting for my life out here, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 like the, the movie streets. for the most part here <laughs> on this podcast. Reverb. Hey, man, you know, I, I'm glad you could taste a little bit of what I go through sometimes, Karen. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, this was fun. Um, no, again, uh, just to wrap up here, just want to thank everybody for listening. It's probably one of our longer episodes in in a while. Uh, Karen, thank you for joining us. We will hopefully yeah. have you on again for something that we can all agree on, maybe. 
Why um, the Eternals is not a good film. Oh my I gosh, that. dude, that's that's an easy that's an easy three hour podcast on why that is a terrible movie. Um, we could talk about the Just, state of Marvel, the MCU Phase Four. That would be great. Ugh. But where are we all at on uh, Eternals? Well, we did a whole uh, podcast on down. that, man. Yeah, we we already talked about it. I thought Eternals. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, not, like we didn't do a whole episode, but I think we started. We introed an episode talking about it or something. I can't remember. But oh, okay. I'm sorry. Can somebody just answer my question? Where are we all at on yeah, it? Yeah, my 20, 20 thumbs down on that. Oh, okay. Yeah, thumbs down <laughs> for me. I love so, how you always yeah. do that, Justin. Dude, you've already ten. answered that. I thought. Four I thought. Ten. Yeah, it was the movie was terrible. Sorry, Bradley. I thought that we. Yeah, okay, no, gotcha, no, man. It's all good, dude. Sorry. Um, yeah. Anyway. But hey, I mean, we can we we can fade out with some banter, or I can just do the. Well, let's just ignore the socials because we're not. Yeah, they know. Who nobody's posting anyway. So, nope, nope. Um, <laughs> even our two, even our two buddies, man, they don't say anything anymore. Arch, Archibald and uh, well, I mean, we don't, Logan. we don't, we don't engage Archibald. with them. So. Come on, come on, Logan. Come well, on. <laughs> Archibald and Persimmon. Uh, I'm actually, I, I'm engaged with him a little bit. Why you?